Hey friends, welcome to Wild Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Ainsley B. I'm so excited you're here today. During our time together, we're gonna hear some incredible stories on how to find, keep, and share your wild confidence in Christ. Hey guys, welcome back to Wild Confidence. I don't know if you heard last week's episode with Kaylee Dickerson, but if you haven't, pause, go back to that episode, give that a listen, and then come back and meet us here because this is part two. We are picking up where we left off and I cannot wait to share the rest of this conversation with you. How Moses, did you know, I'm sure you know this, that he wrote on his staff that was like a custom back then, like on their staffs that it was like their journal. Yeah. And so when he was standing at the Red Sea, what he was doing was holding up all the things all God the has done before. Before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, he's like, I believe you're going to do this because you did all of these things, you know? Wow. And I think it's just so powerful that I'm like, you know what? This is my, like my walking stick that has all of his promises. That is so funny that you say that. Finally do something with it. Yeah. <laughs> because I just recently uh, spoke on, like gave a teaching on the promises of God. And I was just talking about how like the one thing that's practical that you can do is write down the promises that he has given you prior to this. So your faith is strengthened and sustained as you move forward in the promises of God. Yes. Um, yes. And you're Amen. just confirming. I will like, echo you all day. Those things. I'll be, your, I'll be the Aaron to your Moses all day. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's insane that you just said that. Because this lady actually, um, who I deeply respect and admire and who I look up to as far as the faith journey goes, her name is Dee. She prays over me every now and then. And they're the most prophetic prayers. Kaylee, like I cry every time. They're incredible. And I'm in a season, um, as I record this, of extreme weariness and extreme just like depletion, exhaustion, stress, um, which I rebuke in Jesus name, but (laughs) it is what it is, you know? And she previously, like a few months ago had prayed over me and was like in a season where you feel depleted, you're going to have Aaron and hers, Aaron and hers. And the Lord will send you women who will hold you up when you feel like you can't keep going and they will sustain your ministry. They will cheer you on like all of these things. And when I tell you, in the last three weeks, I've had so many of my friends just lift me up and lift me up and lift me up. Um, because in this season I'm in right now, Justin and I are living apart because he's already started his job and our house isn't ready yet. I'm finishing out my job in Houston um, as we record this. And, you know, we're just living separate. I'm driving in three hours every week yeah. in the CM. We sold a house, moving, buying a house. You know, it's just a lot. That's a lot. And yeah. I was just looking around at my friends and I was like, oh my gosh, they really are holding me up, sustaining me. And I made a list of my friends who who have done that. And so it's just funny that you're saying that because you're always yeah. going to be one of my friends that that does that. And for you to say it is like confirmation of what Dee had prayed. And those are the things um, when, as we're talking about tools, which 
I think are huge. Whenever you can, whenever you're searching for confirmation, the Lord will give it to you. If you're unsure about what's going on or unsure about, was that the Lord? I don't know. Search for that confirmation, believe in confirmation and the people around you will mirror that and will be able to lend to that. Yes. And the nutshell version of that, that we shared on my podcast, but it should live on yours too, is uh, when I was looking for confirmation to have a baby, Mm -hmm. um, I prayed for three dreams and three outside dreams. And this girl right here, Miss Angel, (laughs) um, my third and final dream, I was super specific that I wanted someone to have one the same night. And um, I've always wanted to be a mom, but our life is pretty crazy for children. It's not exactly conducive for babies. And I just wanted to be sure I've always wanted babies. So did Russ. I just wanted to be sure it was the right time for us. And so I was giving God my desires being like, Hey, this is a desire I've always had. And I just want what you want. And I want your timing. Um, and so my third dream that night I was in England, I had that dream. I had a dream. I had a baby boy and I was like, well, let's see who's going to text me in six hours when they wake up in the States and no one texts me. But two days later, Ms. Ainsley texted me and was like, I had a dream two nights ago that you were having a baby boy. And to me, I was like, that's it. Like, this is it. It still took me a second to be like, okay, let's get our ducks in a row before we started even trying. I think we still waited another six months or something before we started trying. And then it was another nine months of trying before we even got pregnant. But I held on to those promises knowing like you told me this was going to happen. Yeah. So I, I believe it. And there were times where I'm like, is something wrong? Like, do I need to go to the doctor? And I was actually supposed to go to the doctor the week I found out I was pregnant. Wow. Um, I had scheduled a, an appointment to be like, cause my doctor was like, you can, most people don't come in for a year to see what's wrong. If something's wrong, if you want to come in in three months, six months, whatever. And I was like, no, no, there's nothing wrong. I know there's nothing wrong. I think it's God's timing. I know it's God's timing. Yeah. And it was getting long enough. And we had a chemical pregnancy, which is a minor form of a miscarriage. It's like a very, very, very early stage miscarriage. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically you have positive pregnancy tests. So I had three positive tests mm-hmm. and we thought we were pregnant, I think a week or two. Um, and then you end up bleeding and it's just kind of like a delayed, um, thing. And you, I'm like, something's wrong, something's wrong, but we had already obviously gotten our hopes up and all of those things. And so it's emotional, but it's not nearly as traumatic as like a true miscarriage in my opinion. Um, but it's still, I mean, it's still something. And they refer to it when you go to the doctor as a miscarriage and that also like rattled me a little when I finally did get pregnant and went in there like so besides your miscarriage this is your first pregnancy and I was like just shocked a little bit and I was like yeah yeah I guess and wow um so through all of that I had all of those like I had your dream which was a very specific confirmation which is also why the name of our child was in your dream and the specific things not only are we having a boy, but his first name has to start with an R and Mm -hmm. it does. And it's perfect. (laughs) And it's very cute. Um, Like if you allow God to, 
take you on a journey and he's going to do it and he's going to yeah. write the most beautiful story, but it's not overnight. Like, right. This is years in the making that you had right. that dream a year and eight months ago. Mm-hmm. And like, I still am not holding that baby in my arms. Right. It's, it's so much patience and it's so much of a journey, but it's beautiful if you let it be, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's like these pillars, right? Like you have these pillars and those are the things that you cling to in the waiting, like in finding confidence in the waiting season is clinging to the pillars that have kept your faith strong prior to the heartache or, or, you know, the, the difficult season of waiting. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, I even the only thing you have. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And that's what I'm thinking about. Like, our house, you know, um, or this move, I'm like, the Lord has moved Justin and I so much and our marriage has gotten stronger every time. And we have learned how to work together and we have learned to hear each other and help each other and like be, um, balance each other out where one is, doesn't have the time to do something. The other one will step up and do it. And just kind of, it's just kind of interesting how, even though this move is kind of rattling my cage a little bit more than the others, it, that my hope and my confidence comes from knowing that our marriage will be stronger because it, that's what the pillars have shown me in the past. Yes. And you've got something to stand on. Yeah. And I, I think I learned this principle from actually my friend, Daniela, Daniela Mason. Oh, love her. Yes. I love her. My roommate for three years in college, her dad, has the most insane stories I've ever heard in my life. He he is like a pillar of faith in, in my life for sure. He was a missionary, is a missionary. Um, and like the things he has seen in deep, dark corners of the world are just insane. And like the way God has showed up and provided. And um, But she, her mother passed away when we were freshmen in college. And she was talking about how she wished she could talk to her mom about dating. And she'd started dating mm. her now husband. And she was like, I just wish I could talk to her and know. And a friend of her mom's, I can't remember who reached out to who, but I think a friend of her mom's reached out to her on Facebook, like in that same week. And was like, hey, just been thinking about you. I was really close with your mom. And Danielle was like, it's crazy that you're reaching out to me because I was just saying, I wish I knew what my mom would say. And she was like, well, I can tell you what she used to tell me. And she told her all these stories. And one of them being, she was like, seek confirmation from the Lord for whatever you're asking, like specifically a spouse, because that's a very big decision. Yeah. Um, so that you have something to stand on when the storms come. Yeah. And it's like that parable, like you want to stand on the rock, right? You don't yep. want to you want your relationship built on sand. And so I remember praying that too, being like, God, I want to know that I know that this is who you have for me because when things get hard, I'm not going to wonder, did I marry the right person? Yes. And that's what I want to know. Like, I want, I want your best for my life. I want who you want for my life. And I just gave them complete control. I mean, it was a life-changing principle that I learned long before Russell and I started dating because I, I prayed that. I prayed that every day I dated up until Russell's like, if this isn't your best, take him. And every yeah. time God did, it would, we would just kind of like stop talking or like, it never got that serious. You know, that mm-hmm. this was after my one serious relationship previous, but 
after after I did it my way and it didn't go so hot, <laughs> I was like, okay, how about we do this your way? Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm open. So uh, here I am, Lord, go ahead, do what you want to do. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so, I mean, I'm just so glad I did, honestly. Yeah, you and Russ are absolutely incredible um, when it comes to faith and showing other people how confident you are in that and how they can do the same thing. You know, yeah. I remember a dream you had um, about you and I, which I don't, this is just popping in my mind. And it, we just recorded uh, for listeners, we just recorded Kaylee's podcast and we, you know, all these stories were coming to our minds. It was so much fun. And this one somehow never popped in my mind until this moment. And I think it, it means it's significant and the timing is now to talk about it. But I remember you had a dream that you and I were like hiding behind the rock or something and a tsunami was coming yeah a flood and yeah and we hid in this mountaintop it was like a cave yes but it was like something like you and I were basically to take this on together whatever was happening yeah take this on together and I remember just different people in different yes please I would be so right down because I remember like I always wondered like what that was and what it really meant but then there would be different people that you and I would be connected to um so like you had a friend in New York whenever I was living in New York that needed help and you weren't there so you sent me like you were like, Hey, oh, yeah. I need you to go help my friend. And then I had a friend in Nashville or I, there was, I don't think we were friends yet, but I had a heart tug about someone in Nashville. And I was like, Haley, I need you to go check on her. And it was like these, like we were uh-huh. each other's warriors, I guess. And we would just intercede for people. And it was like, we could be in two places at once because we were both there and we were in agreement. <laughs> yes. I, d- I found it. I found the oh, dream. Yes. This is why you write your dreams down, people. Hey, if you have enjoyed Wild Confidence Podcast so far, I have something even better. We have launched a Patreon where you can get bonus content, Enneagram extras, and exclusive live Q&As. Head to patreon.com forward slash wild confidence to join us and support the podcast so we can continue. November, uh, no, created October 25th, 2013. Oh my gosh, which is two. Whoa. So October 23rd was the day that I texted you about the baby dream, but it was years later, I think. Yeah, it had to be years later. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, years later. But that's interesting. It was so close together. This is the year we met. Yeah. 2013. But I said, I had a dream there was this crazy storm. Um, it was like a hurricane and Russ and I had been working out. Well, I don't do that very often, but, (laughs) um, Ainsley and I were running through the storm to get to higher ground. We ended up at the top of a mountain where there, where one of us knew how to get into a hidden door. What? In there was a cellar. And I think a single dad with his kids, we were like seeking refuge or strangers. Um, (laughs) we were safe. And after the storm passed, we got out to look for Russ and he was safe too, but there was serious damage. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. But I, I remember waking up from that dream being like, okay, we're in this, we're in some sort of battle together. I remember yeah. knowing it meant 
obviously more of a metaphorical storm than a physical one. Yeah, but, an actual. Yeah. But it's interesting. It was like a hidden door. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I remember it. I remembered the dream. Like I, like you referencing it, I was like, oh yeah, I know that dream. And yeah. That was seven years ago. Wild. That is wild. crazy. And if you know me well, I don't remember what I did seven days ago. Like I <laughs> truly like seven minutes ago, at least I know I was here, but like last night for dinner, it would take me a second. My memory, if it doesn't matter, it just doesn't stay. And yeah, same. for whatever reason, that's significant. So we're, yeah. we're, and look at us, we're starting podcasts together at the same time. Yeah. Maybe it's that's just what funny. It is. Maybe that's helping what it is. People, helping people get through the storm, girl. I, and I really think like it, it started, that's whenever it started for you and I, I think we, yeah, that, that it truly like started our friendship. I think that, that dream, yeah. I was like, oh, we're going to be in each other's lives. And so let's go, let's buckle up. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you it didn't have to conv- I didn't need convincing. I loved hanging out with you. <laughs> no, yeah. For same. I mean, no, it's I was like, just yes, so I could hang out with her all the time. Great. And this sounds people awesome. would like say that I reminded them of you or like they'd always be like, do you know Kaylee? And I'm like, yeah, do I know Kaylee? We, um, you were always, together. you know, how when you lived, when you lived here, there's always those people when you're like, how do I know you? Are you friends with, and you have those yeah. like pivot friends. You're like, are you friends with this person, that person, that person? And that narrows down like four different groups of people to you. Yeah. Like the degrees of separation. Ainsley Burton was always, I was like, do you know Ainsley Burton? And they'd be like, <laughs> yes, that's how we know each other. Or like, do you know? And it was usually like that or my brother or something. But yeah. You were like one of the people. I was like, it's like, that's do you know hilarious. Her? I love yeah. it. I miss Nashville. I know. Um, Nashville misses you. You'll have to go back <sighs> on your, one of your lo- relocations. I know. I really, I am going to come visit in this, this fall. So great. Well, I'll have a baby. You can come snuggle. Yes, please. I'm actually, I'm going to wait until that happens so I can come hang. So honestly, like the questions, all the questions that I had, we totally covered. I mean, it was like, what would you say to someone who is struggling right now? Which I think we, yeah, yeah, for sure covered. Um, What advice would you give to your younger, less confident self? I mean, I think this whole thing is one yeah, big yeah. piece of advice. Um, so the last question I have for you is how can we pray for you? Oh, that is very nice. <laughs> um, I will take all the prayers for me and little babe. Yeah. I think being through what I've been through, um, well, and speaking of the, the errands holding your hands up, like yeah. I needed before I got pregnant, I had, I was running out of steam, you know, and I can't even fathom the women who do this for years and years, like truly. Um, I was getting so tired of praying for myself and Mm -hmm. praying that this baby would come and believing. And I'm like, all right, I'm like warfaring for this, this promise until I see it. But like, you just eventually get so weary and something like that. It's really hard. You get your hopes up so easily. Yeah. And so I felt like the first trimester, honestly, after I'd gone through the chemical pregnancy, I felt like I almost just like held my breath. Like mm. I was afraid I was telling people cause I knew who I was telling when it happened the last time. So I'm like, if, right. if I, I'm not going to go through this entirely alone cause I can't, no one should, 
And, but still I was like, I was like, if I don't want to have to tell them that this doesn't work out, I'm not going to tell them. And it's just a weird thing to, to think and process. And you almost mourn. Like I told Russ, I surprised him the first time to tell him Mm -hmm. and I surprised him the second time. And I still like how I told him the first time better. And, you know, it's kind of, it's almost like an engagement or something that should really only happen once. Let's say it has to happen twice. You're like, well, I've already had this experience that should have been a one-time thing. Yeah. It's just kind of weird. And so I would say prayers for, as soon as I finish my first trimester, I'm, I'm now in a place where I'm like, this baby is, is coming clearly. I mean, like God has promised this baby, his name, this baby. Like I have no reason to doubt that anything could go wrong. Yeah. But I also live so open-handed. That's like, if something does, I will be okay. Yeah. And it's just a hard thing to not have control. And I had a friend be like, as soon as I got pregnant, she was like, well, welcome to your heart living on the outside of your chest. (laughs) And that's how it feels. It just feels so vulnerable. And even like really innocent things, like I'll post something and comments will be like, well, we're praying that you're, that this all goes well. Like we're praying and I'm like, well, why wouldn't it? You know, like, yeah, it's, it's still hard to like be fully confident. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah. But I am, I I really do feel like I've turned a total corner. I'm how many weeks pregnant now? Russ always knows the count. 28, I think. I think I'll be 29 on Monday. So like I had like just over 10 more weeks and I obviously like at this point, like I just was so relieved when I read the description thing that was like, you're at the phase that um, 90, oh, he just kicked right now. He's like, oh. um, you're at the point where 90% of babies born right now survive. Yeah. And I was like, just relieved. I was like, oh, thank God. You know, it's just like this cautious excitement that you're like, until I hold that baby in my arms, like, I don't know that I'll be, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Just, no, I, I, yeah. Just prayers for that and like sound mind in that I don't listen to fear or any of those things. I don't normally struggle with anxiety or anything like that. And I, right. I definitely think I was first trimester. Yeah. I mean, I like, I didn't leave the couch. I would like get up and move cause you're supposed to, but I was like, if they put you on bed rest, when things get uneasy, I'm just going to do it for myself first trimester and make sure this thing sticks, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm going to do what I can do. And eventually I like, was like, okay, I can move around and I can go for, now we go for walks and I'm doing much better, but I'd say that's what I need prayer for the most, this little nugget. I want him to come out great and healthy and I want to be great and healthy also. So that's, that's my prayer request that. And I think honestly, it's given me such a heart for women who can't get pregnant that yeah. we can just all pray together for those people because um, my friends like the Aaron and, Moses was like, they lifted, they carried my arms when I was exhausted and I didn't know how to pray for myself anymore. And you were one of them. Cammy was one of them. Just like, I'm believing for this baby, even if you're tired and 
I needed that. And so I think there's a lot of women out there that need that. So Definitely. we can do it. We can do it for the squad. Do it for the gals. Yes. <laughs> Our specialty is tag teaming. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got, <laughs> we got this. Okay. Well, I want literally every single person within my radius or reach to know you and to be able to learn from you. So where can they find you on the, on the internet? On the internet, I uh, will be releasing my own podcast probably after you're releasing yours. Um, and so Coffee with Kaylee podcast, you can keep an eye out for that launching. Yep. And uh, you can follow along with Kaylee Dickerson on Instagram. Yep. Spelled K-A-I-L-E-Y, like Bailey's in cream, but with a K. And <laughs> that's how I always do it. I'm like, everyone knows how to spell Bailey. No one knows how to spell Kaylee. Yeah. Um, so Kaylee Dickerson, all things Coffee with Kaylee will be going live there. And yeah, that's it. I'm in, I'm in two places. I mean, I suppose I'm on Twitter, but like not really. So don't yeah, worry about I'm it. not really either. <laughs> I'm not really there either. And I'm definitely not on TikTok, but my husband is. So yes. you can follow along with his dances. Um, he is a great dancer. I am not, I just go in the back and I do like a little shoulder shimmy. And that's about it. <laughs> Russ's about, TikToks that's are so fun. And he's, I he's love TikTok. Guy, you know, he's so, fun. oh yeah. It's made for, it's made for Enneagram sevens. Yeah, for sure. It is. It, it is not made for Enneagram threes. I'm sitting there being like, nope, it's not perfect. Nope. <laughs> I don't like my outfit. Nope. Uh, we shouldn't post that. The ROI well, I, isn't great on this, so yeah. <laughs> well, it doesn't I, seem worth it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem worth it. I, I for the longest time, you'd be like, when it first not first came out, when he first got on it, he was like, "Be in this." I was like, I at that point, my pregnancy wasn't announced, and I was like mm. bumping a little, and I was like, "You're gonna see the bump." You're gonna, I was just like paranoid because we yeah. didn't announce until I was 20 weeks. So oh, wow, I didn't realize it that. Was, yeah, it was like a long time, and yeah. so. Quarantine, we were going to announce before the ACMs and then that got canceled. So right. I was like, well, it's quarantine. No one can see me anyway. I might as well just chill. I'm just going to come out of quarantine with a baby and people are going to be like, when did this happen? Yeah. I've never seen me pregnant, but here we are. There'll be like five people it. who've seen me pregnant. Like, That's right, so funny. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 cool. Well, I love you. Thank you so much for having me. I love I'll you. Just, Thank you for being on I just on cherish here. you and your friendship big time. Um, same. You are incredible. And I am so excited that other people get to glean from the wisdom that I get to on a very regular basis. So love you so much. Thank you, Kale. (laughs) Hey, thanks so much for hanging out today. I pray that you're able to see yourself how the Lord sees you so you can hold your head a little higher and shine your confidence a little brighter. I would so appreciate if you would leave a review, subscribe, and share this with a friend. And of course, I want to stay connected with you. Find me on Instagram at AinsleyB, and my website is AinsleyBritton.com. See y'all later.